Perichoff and Sefer Yeshaya has Yeshaya continuing to prophesize regarding the Egyptians and the Kush people as well. And there's a very interesting dynamic here that occurs. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Yeshaya to not only prophesize about the, the Egyptians, but also to act in a certain way that would illustrate what would occur with them moving forward. So the prophecy here says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Yeshaya to loosen the sackcloth from his loins that he had been wearing in anticipation of the Chorban and remove his shoes and walk around unclothed and barefoot. And this was to symbolize the fact that after Melech Ashur, the Assyrian king, Sancheirib, would exile the ten tribes, the king of Cush would go and try to attack uh, Assyria, seeing that the king of Ashur was busy. It was vulnerable. However, uh, the king of Ashur, Sancheirib, would go back and conquer the king of Cush, and then would also, in short order, destroy and exile the people from Cush as well as Mitzrayim. And he would lead them out afterwards in a very disgraceful way, unclothed, uh, barefoot, the Pasuk says exposed buttocks, meaning in a way that was extremely degrading. So Yeshaya was supposed to act in this way, which the Psukim learned here, maybe even for three years, so as to symbolize that in three years from now, that's what would occur to the Egyptian and Cush people. The prophecy goes on to say how uh, that's what Yeshaya was meant to do. And afterwards, when this is the, I'm just taking this from the Milstein edition over here, what, was, what happened afterwards was that he took, Sancheirev took these people captive, the Kush and Egyptian people, and then he went and conquered most of Yehuda, almost even conquering Yerushalayim, until we know the famous story that overnight his entire army was essentially wiped out, which is miraculous, and he wasn't able to overthrow Yehuda eventually. We know that. Now, one point that I just wanted to focus in on over here is that Alpip Shat, it seems, that Yeshai was actually told to unclothe himself as a symbolism for what would occur to Mitzrayim and Kush, which is an incredible thing for Novi Hashem to do that, this seems to be extremely degrading for Yeshaya. Also, in this chapter, Yeshaya is referred to Avdi Yeshaya. So I see over here in the Milstein edition that there are seven people throughout Tanakh that are referred to as, Yesh- as Avdi, my servant. Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe, Kalev, and David. And the idea of Avdi is that a person loses his own sense of identity and only exists to purely serve Hashem. Yeshaya, who acted in a way that was self-degrading because Hashem commanded him to do so as to symbolize what would occur to Mitzrayim and Kush, acted entirely in the service of Hashem, completely disregarding his own ego or any sense of self. Therefore, when he did this, he's also referred to as Avdi. The ultimate level is to be an Evid Hashem, which is so far to serve Hashem to such a degree that you don't have any personal interest or agenda at all, only act in service of Hashem. That's what Yeshai is called here because of this degrading behavior that was ultimately totally in the service of Hashem. Okay, we're stopping here. This is Perichaf. We'll pick up tomorrow. Bez Hashem. We'll continue on with prophecies about Bavel in Perichaf. Everybody have a wonderful day.